0: Greetings, everyone. I am in the process of rebooting the podcast, rebranding it of sorts, I guess you could say, since I'm not really going to be Malifaux-focused. I wanted to do a reboot of my hobbying uh, podcast that I'll do in between games. Just kind of give an update, tips, just kind of froth about the hobby. When people are out of good content to listen to, they can always come to my podcast for subpar content to at least get a little bit of hobby froth, I guess. Why listen to this when well, you can listen to a good podcast? Well, you got to run out of listening to a good podcast eventually. So I've been working on um, a commission that I'm just super neck deep in. I am working on a Finnish army for... Uh, bolt action for somebody, um, but it's a conversion from Soviets, so it's just it's just gobs and gobs and gobs of models. I uh, I honestly really hated every minute of putting that army together. Uh, they look like on the sprue they're going to be really easy to put together, but then the weapons are on a separate sprue, and they you have to like glue them. It, they're like GI Joe toy weapons like it's there's no like slot to hold on to it's just literally like a little tiny model of a gun so you have to manipulate the hands into the exact correct position and there is no exact correct position you're just kind of trying to make it stay and not fall off i just i I honestly it was just not a good time and also a uh, macedonian slash successors army also, by Warlord Games for the game Hail Caesar for the same person. I've gotten all 100 of the phalangites put together. They're basically just a phalanx of pikemen. There's 100 of them. It was actually really easy to put together. And the closest thing to not horrible that you can get for putting models together because I just I really don't enjoy the model building aspect of the hobby. I mean, and I survived the bayou of Malifaux, which is. Easily the worst models to put together. Poorly designed, poorly engineered. That's probably more the. Yeah, poorly engineered That's probably the best way of putting it. Um, it's very difficult. So, going back to like Grave Guard for Soul Black Grave Lords, which were one of the first models that I put together for the Vampire Counts way back when, were Grave Guard. And back then, I, I was like, I'm just, I can't do this. I'm, I'm too horrible with this. Because the arms are like just the bones, essentially, and then you have to attach the giant uh, blades to them, like at the wrists, which now I don't think is a problem at all, but as like your, like, I, I, it was actually realistically like my, it was my first thing that I bought to put together after putting together Assault on Black Reach for uh, 40k, the, that was the 5th edition starter set. I went over to fantasy and started building vampires. Uh, Which was my first foray into this hobby way back when, 2010, I believe. It's funny, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it really was. Uh, Let's see here. So, uh, I've um, been working on those. I'm doing them at a level one commission. So, it's like 15 minutes a model. Um, It's for... A buddy of mine, so I give him more than the color, the, the minimum colors. I'm giving him, like, five or six instead of, like, three or four. Which, you know, which makes a big difference when you're putting together a hundred of them. I mean, we're talking, you know, several hours worth of work that I'm doing for free, essentially. Uh, he probably doesn't... He's not, He's not like, super picky, but I have a. I do have a certain amount of, like, work that I will... Not allow myself to do less than if it's for like somebody that I that I know and I talk to you on like a almost daily basis. And it's pretty simple. They're basically Roman legionnaires. I'm doing a um, like a, a going back and forth between a silver base coat that I'm just putting aggro students over to make them like a brassy bronze look, or mixing up the brown color that I'm doing for their belts and spears, which is my whole model color, Flat Earth into the same silver to give make like a brassy bronze color to kind of give some variation in the armor and it adds very little time so it's not a big deal at all for doing a massive commission and it's a brown the same i'm using the same brown for their sandals and their leather straps and their uh spear hafts which is something that i would normally never do for models for myself but Remember, we're doing a commission, so and there's a certain level of quality that I have uh, um, dedicated myself to. So uh, it's one of the lower quality levels. So it's that fine balance, right? Of of trying to maintain a good standard, hook a buddy up a bit, but also keep things in perspective, or else it'll take forever. You know, it just it doesn't sound like it would, but you know, across one model. We're talking, you know, two, three minutes difference of shaking the bottle, dumping it out, mixing it to the right, to the right, uh, I, uh to the right, um, you know, body as far as like reduction with water and such, and that adds up over time. Normally, I wouldn't have the same color leather for leather as as wood because it would just kind of look funky. But for this, it's it's fine. <clears throat> that's the that's the goal here. Uh, the, uh, to prep them was really easy, even though it's like zero degrees outside. I sprayed them with Army Painter Black, which um, is really just too expensive. I'm probably just going to get very generic black spray paint from Walmart once this can runs out. And then I spray them with a, uh, Kry- I think it's either Rust-Oleum or Krylon, or are they the same company now, maybe? I think it says Rust-Oleum and Krylon. It's a paint and primer, double coverage. It's an off-white, like a sandy off-white. I just give it a little more of an organic feel and I, I uh, do a, a zenithal prime with that And I, use a, I do use a corax white to kind of touch up the white a little bit which takes very very little time uh, because of just kind of the way that I've done the prep work because I, I put them all on a big box with sticky tack it, to, to spray them so some parts are more white than others so I just kind of balance it out with that once the paint's on, it's not really that big of a deal. And then I paint on a flesh color, and I'm using Scorn Red for the reds along the bottom of the skirts and around the, their shirt details. Um, I just I love that red, and even though Privateer Press is just really let the quality just spiral out of control. I just still love that color. When If you can get a hold of a pot of Scorn Red and it's actually the color that it's supposed to be, which good luck, but that would be um, my go to color for anything Roman related or that's that that, uh, that sphere in that time it's a nice strong rich red that's not overly um, it's not it's more of a vermilion than a scarlet it's a little more to the orangey yellowish hue but just just barely so just barely so it's not um, overtly like orange so that's the the commissions um, I haven't started the other box that he uh, commissioned me to do, which is a Team Yankee Polish Army starter starter box. I anticipate that one going much quicker, so I'm just kind of saving that for last. That'll be kind of like the home stretch. So it's a really big commission. It's it's a lot of work, but um, it'll be a nice it'll be a nice fat uh, uh, deposit in my uh, PayPal account. For my own personal stuff, I'm working on the Soulblight Grave Lords, which has just been what a what a joy this army is, even though it's so much work because there are so many units. I actually discovered that I like the, the not the super old skeletons that you used to be able to get like five for ten bucks in a snap, in a, in a uh, almost snap fit kit. Uh, it's the ones that came, that were out when I was into Fantasy, which was like eighth edition. Um, they're just kind of marching forward. They're kind of generic looking, but I actually really like them. Much, much better in a practical sense than the newer, like, watch and Death rattles that are on the shelves right now. The, the, the design is really cool aesthetically, but they're so fiddly with the different spears poking out in all different directions and things that um, I find the older ones more practical for uh, tabletop play. So I busted out this blob of them that I had bought from uh, my buddy Andy and painted them up. Uh, I'm um, doing Sigvald Burgundy for the main army color grand faction color because I'm a death player through and through so I've got something for everything and I want to tie them all together with Sigvald Burgundy because what better color to represent the blood drinkers than the color of blood so like um, tabards uh, random clothy bits standards they're all Sigvald Burgundy and I'm doing a uh grisaille uh form of painting them, a.k.a. Slap Chop. I've been doing this for many years and have uh, done con- uh, canvas painting with, with this kind of glazing technique, so I've never really been into the use of the word Slap Chop. Uh, it's, you know, whatever. I'm not on like a, a uh, uh, what do you call it? a crusade against it. It's just, it's I've been using this terminology for many years already, and I'm not going to change it, but I'm not going to tell people to not call it Slap Chop. Uh, but I have some of my own, like, personal issues kind of with um, certain content creators in, in general. Uh, but I won't get into that. I don't you need to start a, <laughs> a Dwarven Bloodfuge, or Blood... blood Blood Feud, I mean, uh, right out the gate of trying to reboot my podcast. But, um. And I've got some Flesh Eater Quartz um, and Osiarch Bone Reapers on the way. I've got a bunch of Night Haunt. So, like, for the Night Haunts, they, it, it would look kind of silly to have... The, I don't want to have them all red or a reddish color. Because if I show up to the field with a bunch of Sigvold burgundy ghosts and say okay i'm running them as emerald host i don't like that disconnect you know like showing up with yellow marines and saying that the space marines and saying that they're that they're crimson fists or something even though that's know, a success chapter or something or we saying they're ultramarines it's just the disconnect there is too much for me i wouldn't necessarily care if my opponent does it but like for me it's not. so they have the little red band around their uh their over like their over cowl Around the head, sometimes there's like this little band of red. I'll make that signal burgundy. Otherwise, I'm gonna do athermatic blue for the ghostly bits and night Hawk bloom for the for the cowl, and just make it a very very close, but just slightly different to the uh, box art. General color scheme will be the same, just with different different shades of those colors. That way, it ties everything nicely together. Because I I do want to play some games where I. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, ally models in, even though it's not necessarily the most competitive thing to do for death at the moment, especially the ostearch Bone Reapers can't ally anyone. Hopefully, they fix that in some fashion. Like, it doesn't have to be like uh, just you can ally anything from any faction. Even if it was just like, okay, you can take this one unit from Soul Blight to this one unit from Flesh of Quartz just for the sake of it. So that it feels more of a unified grand alliance, because right now the only model that you can take across all of the death factions is the Gash, and the uh, Gash needs some tooling. I think he needs some, just a little bit of just a little bit of tweaking to kind of update him for for well, I mean he's he's gotten updates for third edition, but he just still doesn't seem like he has third edition rules for Age of Sigmar, and then. What I've learned for big flesh areas, such as like ghouls or vargeists for soul black gray boards, is you don't necessarily, at least in my opinion, want to do the grisaille, brunai, slap chop, whatever you want to call it, type of uh, method for big rounded areas of flesh. It just it doesn't. It, at least if you're going to be doing a lighter color, it just doesn't look. Right, it just there's just something that looks slightly off. Um, it works fine for zombies, I will say though, but for my vargeists, I I did gray my gray underpainting, and then um, I tried to do griff charger gray over that to kind of have like a sickly dead look to them, and it just didn't look good at all. So I ended up. Painting over the whole thing with army painter mummy ropes, which what a big mistake that was because that paint is absolute garbage. It's, it's like worse than craft paint in a lot of ways. So that was problematic. So this little tip there. So coming up, I'll be painting my Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Once they come in and I get them assembled, it's going to be a very easy army for me. I'm not going to do all the various bone tones that. The official artwork has where like some bones are like a dark brown, some are like the typical bone color, some of them are extra whitewashed. Not into that. Um, I the I think the idea is they're trying to sell it being a um, they're trying to sell it being a uh, like different types of bones from different types of people that are of various ages. Like this bone's older than that one, so it's darker and uh, yada yada yada. And I I don't think that it is sold. Like I, I just don't think that the look matches what they're going for there. It's just, there's a bit of a disconnect for me personally. It just doesn't look right. So I'm just going to do them all Skeleton Horde. And I don't think I'm going to do Grisaille, Brunei, Slap Chop at all for it. I'm just going to go something like either this paint primer color uh i want to do a test model first for doing pure contrast because i haven't done that yet over this paint i want to make sure that it sits right um because like you know like some like army painter leather brown if you ever use that primer it's like hydrophobic and very it's like trying to paint on teflon with snot it just doesn't work very well i want to make sure that this paint doesn't have that effect before i do that otherwise that might be a great primer for it and i might actually spray black first on, like, bigger models like the... Uh, the, bone, is the Bone Crawler. Is that what it's called? Bone Creeper. The Catapult. There's going to be a lot of areas that I can't reach. And I don't want to see gray. I want to see black for, like, a fake lazy shadow. So we'll see how, how that works. And then I will definitely be doing the... Uh, the Sigvald Burgundy on, like, their shields and stuff. Instead of the shinish purple. Keep everything uniform, And then I do the my by uh, highlighting with uh, what is it called? Uh, Screamer Pink? I think it's Screamer, no not Screamer Pink, that's the base that's the base color. Pink Horror I use Pink Horror, kind of like the weird desaturated Pepto color and then um, Warp Fiend Gray for the um, edge or slash gray. It's the it's a light grayish purple one. It just, I know that sounds weird probably, but when you you see it on the model it looks it looks just right because when you look at like a glass of wine for example uh burgundy wine and you look at it in the sunlight like there's this like bright pink right where the light is hitting it where it's the thinnest like against the glass if you kind of turn it to the side a little bit so it's kind of like leaning against the glass and then like the the shimmer of light like that's like in like a thin line it just it sells the effect really well even though it sounds really weird and also for upcoming projects I've got my uh, Song of Ice and Fire Free Peoples coming up that I want to paint I used to play Song of Ice and Fire when it first came out I played Nightwatch and I will never paint that much black again Uh, just uh, I don't like painting, repainting armies, but I'm definitely not going to repaint that one. Uh, free people seems like a good opportunity to just have a lot of fun and do all kinds of like random colors. I'll, I'll I might come up with a uh, a unifying color for them, but it'll be su- it'll probably be more subtle because they're not like super into heraldry like the others, like the other factions. Um, I also had Boltons before, and I loved painting my Boltons, because I, I painted them true to the book, which is like um, fleshy pinks. And then I'm going to be doing some Middle-earth stuff. I've got the the Fellowship, but I've got uh, the the Mordor half of Pelennor Fields, and um, I think I'm getting the Mordor half of, of uh, Battle of Asgiliath as well. I, I've been tempted to get the Mordor Battle Force, but I got a bunch of the Ukrainian uh, knockoff one, 170 second scale models for Christmas that I'll be painting up and doing that so that's going to be some interesting hobby progress that I'll talk about is painting 170 second scale models uh, they are definitely way smaller so the orcs look more like goblins So, I, which is actually what I was hoping to use them for is more like Moria goblins and I can use the tentacle monster that I got and my Reaper Bones 5 Kickstarter as a watcher in the water and have a little Moria force as well um, uh, so like it's a rubbery plastic, not quite like bones, but it's, it's different. So you like, you can't use regular primer, like any kind of rattle can primer, apparently even like army painter is going to be sticky. So I'll be getting into how I deal with that. Cause there are some techniques like using PVA glue as a primer, which I know sounds really weird, but and I was very ad- adverse to trying that, but I think I am actually going to try it. So look forward to that in the future. So I'll, um, update you guys, uh, Thanks for listening. I hope that uh, the uh, rebranding of the podcast goes well. I'm going to start branching out into other channels. I've just been more into Warhammer lately and wanting to branch out in the hobby a bit. And um, so I'll I'll be talking about that. I'll probably talk about Marvel Champions here once in a while too because I really love that game. Thanks for listening.